What does the beginning of football season mean to you? Does it mean the stats that the quarterback is going to have, how many yards the running back will get, how the new defense will do, switching from a 3-4 to a 4-3? We're going to talk not about those things, but the other things that the beginning of football season mean, especially college football here on the Carolina Outdoors. Welcome, everyone. I'm Bill Barty, sitting in studio alongside Mr. Christopher Line. How are we doing over there, Christopher? We're doing well, we're doing well, and I'm excited to kick off this football season. Well, for many that are close to the sport, it may mean stats with running backs, quarterbacks, defenses, and many of those things. Some listening to the Carolina Outdoors would say that the opening day of college football means nothing to them, but for us on the Carolina Outdoors, it means that teams are undefeated. There's a level of hope for the season that can go away as the season progresses. It also represents a change of cadence in our daily lives, even if we're not a fan. Televisions that we pass in the airport, mall, or our own living room now may have Saturday broadcasters talking about upcoming games. Friends may have loved ones at a certain school cheering for a certain team or that sort of thing, and that's what we're going to delve into on the Carolina Outdoors. We're going to bring on Ed Billick. He is with the sports program here at WBT. He's going to come on and share a little bit about what college football means to him. As we do that, Christopher, what does college football, the beginning of the season, mean to you? Well, you know, Bill, we were talking about this earlier, and it's um, it was fun to revisit some memories of being in college especially and getting the college football season kicked off. But I would say a few uh, key words, hope, anticipation, the excitement of the fall, autumn season, the anticipation of everything that is to come with a new semester and a fresh start from college stats perspectives as you mentioned. So it's a, it's an awesome time of year, a lot of hope and fun bubbling up. Oh, well said. Let's jump in with Ed Billick of WBT Sports, bringing him onto the Carolina Outdoors. Ed Billick, welcome. Well, Bill and Chris, some of my favorite people here on Carolina Outdoors. So we're not going to talk hunting and fishing and, and that kind of hiking. We're going to talk <laughs> college football, huh? That's exactly right. And, Ed, you grew up in Pittsburgh, which is a great sports town in general. But oftentimes when you mention Pittsburgh, we think of the Steelers, the Pirates, the Penguins. Of course, when you came through, Pitt won a national title with Johnny Majors coaching and the famous Tony Dorsett uh, as running back. But down south, help us translate what you grew up with in the 70s in Pittsburgh with what you found here in the south during these first true weeks of college football. Well, you you know what, Bill, that is so interesting is that uh, this past Thursday was the backyard brawl, and that's the University of Pittsburgh playing West Virginia. Mm -hmm. And that's the first time since 2011 that those two rivalries got together. So then when you come down here to the Carolinas, whether it's Clemson or South Carolina or UNC, I mean, UNC will be playing App State later today, and App State's hosting UNC. So you got these cupcake games this weekend. But the, the, just like you guys were saying, the excitement, I mean, pulling for your team. We'll talk here in a bit on team dynamics because a lot has changed and a lot more will change in college football. 
But whether it be the Steelers and the Browns or Clemson and South Carolina or UNC with Virginia Tech, rivalries run long, they run deep, they run through generations, and I've witnessed that all over the country for sure. Well, it's funny that you mentioned, of course, hiking and the outdoor mindset, and then you mentioned Appalachian State. Of course, uh, Chapel Hill, UNC Chapel Hill, is going to Boone. Boone is one of the most prolific outdoor communities that there is, whether it be hiking, mountain biking, paddling, fly fishing. They've got the works there, and I would argue it is one of the best venues in the country to watch a college football game. Now, here we are kicking off early in September, and Ed, I'll see if you and Christopher agree with this, but the temperature in Boone as we're starting the the season, of course, September, it's still very warm out. That's one of the transitions of uh, foot, uh, college football season as we start out with sunscreen on in the stands and by the end of November middle of November we are wearing our winter coats that's just like that in Boone although it can be 10 to 15 degrees cooler in Boone than it is in Charlotte and you have the wonderful Appalachian Mountains in the background I would say for the outdoor lover out there, it is one of the best places to go see a college football game. And you know something? There's an excitement in the air, the cool fall breeze. Yeah, we're not going to get a lot of that here in September, but the early mornings we will. And it just brings, like you were saying earlier on the segment here, Bill, it brings a whole new life excitement. It's, It's a change of seasons. It truly is. You're right, Ed. And one thing that I always think of, and Bill, uh, again, you and I were kind of mentioning this earlier, is every college has a different kind of environment that their football season kicks off in. So one interesting thing about NC State is uh, where I went to school is that uh, the Carter-Finley Stadium is right next to the North Carolina Fairgrounds. And so our football schedule is always uh, kind of scheduled around the NC State Fair because you cannot have a football game and the fair going on at the same time. So you have these great fall, autumn events. You have the tailgating of the uh, football games on the heels of the state fair, and it's it's just a wonderful, wonderful time of year. I'm sure you have memories from your own, you know, college career and alma mater. Um, but uh, I think we all we all do from wherever we went to school. Yeah, and and you know, Chris, I'd like to just share that my son graduated from Texas A&M back in the 2000s, and yeah, the football team is one thing. Of course, it's now a bigger program with Jimbo Fisher down there. Mm. But the Texas Aggie marching band and the fight songs and and the uh, the, the cheerleaders, so to speak, they those go back generations. So there's grandfathers doing the cheer, there's fathers, and now there's sons and daughters. So yeah, you got the band, you got the cheers. I haven't even talked about the X's and O's yet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I have written down some of these notes. Energy, excitement, community, unity with one voice, traditions. Of course, the capital cities. You mentioned Raleigh with the NC State and the fairgrounds in the background. Williams Bryce Stadium, of course, has the fairgrounds there in Columbia in the background, both of them with the potential smell of uh, uh, elephant ears and cotton candy. Woo! 
I like this already. Clemson, of course, nationally ranked. Um, it has the tradition of rubbing the rock and running down the hill. Sure does. Yes, uh, uh, led by their uh, you know head coach Dabo Sweeney, and then smaller venues, whether it be Davidson here in Mecklenburg County, uh, Wofford, Furman, across the border, Gardner Webb over over towards Shelby and West. Uh, those places more like a family feel. Even if you're a visitor, it's still got that family feel. And if you're just joining us, we are talking opening weekend of college football here on the Carolina Outdoors. We've got Ed Billick from WBT Sports on as our guest. We're glad that he's here with myself, Bill Barty on this side, Christopher Line on that side. Ed, with all of this celebration that we just got through talking about and that lend towards tradition, Many of the traditions of college football are in flux a little bit. Can you speak on, I guess, the health of college football? Is it still on the rise, or is it getting a bit more polished by television agreements, conference changes, and overall coverage of college football? What's your play on that? Well, your first question, is it on the rise? It it is on the rise. It continues to grow in popularity. Witness the fact that Nick Saban will make $10.7 million as a head football Mm. coach for Alabama. So the money continues to grow. And with that, Bill, we now have certain uncertainties. And this year, the transfer portal. So the transfer portal allows players to decide who they want to play with, i.e. who they want to go to school with. They're not committed. So there's a lot of players that moved this offseason. There's good eight to ten coaches that did the same. They went for bigger jobs or different notorieties. We could spend hours talking about what that all means. But So you have some new coaches. You have the transfer portal. And so some of these teams are ranked, you know, maybe a little bit down further in the top ten or top twenty. We're yet to see how they're going to perform because it's not the same team, if you say, just with graduating seniors in the past year. So to answer your question, there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of uncertainty going forward with these super conferences they're talking about creating. And, you know, the SEC is going to get bigger and better with Texas and Oklahoma. So what's that leave for the smaller conferences. I mean, this weekend we have a lot of these cupcake games where, you know, a smaller school invites a bigger school in. There's some big revenue sharing. A lot of those dollars for those smaller schools fund their entire athletic athletic programs for the whole year. You don't want to ever deprive that. You also don't want to deprive the students at the smaller schools seeing seeing some of these big-time players come. So, yeah, I think college football is in a huge flux, just like basketball will be. So right now we just have to enjoy it and hope the best decisions are made. But that will not take away the, the pride and the, uh, the, the, all the kind of celebration that takes place in these, in these schools' programs. So, yeah, the future is the promising, but there's a lot of questions to be answered yet. And everything that you just said, and of course we kicked off you joining the Carolina Outdoors by referencing some professional teams uh, in Pittsburgh that you grew up cheering for, whether it be the the Penguins, the Pirates, or the Steelers, uh, what you just described is kind of a bend towards professional football within the college ranks, whether it be name, image, likeness, uh, the transfer portal, conference realignment with the super conference all of that to some degree 
uh, has money ramifications, uh, which takes away some of the amateur feeling or status of college football. But all of that seems to be out the window right now because it's opening day. It feels youthful and fresh, and that's what we're celebrating here on the Carolina Outdoors. Now I will. You couldn't say it any better, Bill. Name, image, likeness. You know, Bill Barty. We don't want you to sign on with the uh, Virginia Outdoor Show. We want you to stay here on the Carolinas Outdoor Show. So we're going to try to pay you enough money to keep us with you, so you don't go uh, in the transfer portal with outdoor shows. I'm trying to be funny. It's not funny. <laughs> well, as long as you <laughs> let, let 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 us keep using the uh, Carolina Outdoor helicopter out here at the WBT pad, we'll be okay. Yeah, on the pad. Yep, it's your. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and one thing that uh, briefly I'll mention that I think is cool to see is the Charlotte 49ers as their program develops mm, as their indeed. traditions, you know, become formed. You know, 50 years down the road, things we're talking about now will be, you know, just a tradition for them. So it's it's neat to see their program develop, too. Yeah, they got a great stadium. They're doing enhancements. they got a great football coach. I'm, I'm really pleased to see what's going on up there, that's for sure. Hey, the big national game, number five, Notre Dame, number two, Ohio State. That's going to be Saturday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. More local. Clemson is heading down to Atlanta, Labor Day at 8 p.m. Clemson's number four, yep. playing Georgia Tech. NC State versus East Carolina, Saturday kickoff, noon. And, of course, Ed, you mentioned this. UNC is heading to Boone. Versus Appalachian State there at Saturday at noon. Ed Billick, WBT Sports. We love every time we have your voice on this program. Thank you for joining us. Well, guys, thanks for asking me. And uh, sit back in your favorite chair. Put on your team's colors and uh, enjoy the games this weekend. Oh, he said it well. And uh, we're going to continue the conversation of Labor Day weekend and traditions because it's opening day of dove season in our Carolina outdoors. We're going to find out what that means. We just need you to stay tuned. He's Christopher Lyon. I'm Bill Barty. We're the outdoor guys from Jesse Brown's here on the Carolina outdoors. <laughs> 